Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Luke's Massive Storytelling Podcast Thing 2021, baby, oh yeah. Welcome to Luke's Massive Storytelling Podcast Thing. My name is Luke and this is my thing. Uh, so it's actually, I'm recording this way earlier than I intended to. It's Saturday evening, I'm three beers deep, and I've got another beer on the go at the minute. Um, I just wanted to jump on. So uh, last week I told you guys about a job I was vying for, um, and today I learned that I, I didn't get it. So it was for a AAA, I probably can say more about it now. It was for a AAA game. It would have meant um, me moving to a new place, uh, working nine to five or more on a pretty amazing franchise uh, that I thought I could do a really good job for. Um, and I, the interview process was a long time as well. Uh, so I did, I did two interviews. Uh, well, I did one interview that I didn't think went very well at all. Um, and then in fact, you know what, I think because I haven't got the job, I can talk about this. What happened? The pants spiking incident. I do all of my zoom calls and podcast recordings in my garage. I've got a little table set up here. Um, it's a little out of the way I've got, I do them here because I can get away from the dog uh, and the cat and the noises of the house, the distractions of the house. Um, so I had my call, my first interview for this game um, with a writer who has worked on some of my favourite uh, properties, some of my favourite games, and I was quite nervous about it. Uh, so I came in here to do the interview. Uh, we did the Zoom call. And as maybe five minutes into the call, I remember uh, smelling some kind of solvent-y smell, like white spirits or glue. It reminded me of, you know, the glue you use for modelling. Quite a strong uh, smell. Um, and I was doing the interview and smelling this. It was really strong, let me tell you. And I couldn't work out where it was coming from. After the interview, I looked down to find that I had like a giant wet patch on my trousers, like a huge wet wet patch. Um, and it was it was the solvent, whatever it was. I was like touching it and like sniffing it. <laughs> it sounds really dodgy, but it was the solvent, whatever it was. Um, and then I remember immediately after the interview, I went I had to go lie down because the, the smell was so strong it gave me a headache. Um, and then I had to lie down, and I passed out for like an hour. And then when I woke up, I remember thinking, "Did what happened in the interview? I don't even remember doing it." Um, so what, 
And I remember, I, I sort of remember the interview, the interviewer telling me, feel free to slow down if you feel like speeding through anything too quick. I have no idea what I said. So I have a feeling that I got high on this, whatever it was. I must have spilled something on my trousers, got high during the interview, sped through my answers so quick she could barely understand what I was saying. After the interview, I went, had to go lie down, passed out <laughs> for like a, some sort of solvent hangover, and then woke up and wondered what the hell had happened. So I mean, my only the conclusion I can come to from that is somebody, uh, a, a competitor who's also applying for the job, snuck into my house, spiked my trousers at just the right moment, pre-interview, and I went in there and made an absolute... I boofed it. Yeah, that's the right term. I boofed the interview pretty hard. Yeah, but so I thought, okay, I've, I've, I've ruined that. Oh, well, on to the next one. That's fine. But then they asked me to do a writing test, which in, in the games development uh, world is, is not uncommon uh, so I thought okay maybe I didn't so I did the writing test I wrote the pages they wanted writing I thought I did a decent job Not, I didn't blow the doors off uh, but I think I did a decent job and then hopefully this is like a bit of an insight for you guys into the application process for games writing uh, I did the writing test and then I thought okay if, if anything's going to save me and get me to the next level, next stage, it would be that writing sample. Uh, so then I got interviewed for the, I got invited to the second stages of interviews. This was with more of the writing team. So I thought, okay, this is interesting. So I think maybe that writing test has got me back in the door. Um, I did that interview and I thought I thought I did pretty well, to be perfectly honest. Um, I thought I, I hit all the points that they wanted to hit. Uh, I managed to talk about the the IP to some extent. Um, I thought it went pretty well. The problem was that I, the first interview I thought went terribly, and obviously it didn't go as bad as I thought. This interview I thought went pretty well. Um, a day later, I got an email to say, um, I don't have the right experience, um, not going forward, which is fine. I don't have the experience. I don't know how you, I don't know how you're supposed to get the experience um, until you've got the job. <laughs> If that makes sense, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is a is a a lot of people going for this job. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear people outside singing three lines on a shirt. So there are loads of people going for this job. I also know that this other games company uh, let go a load of writers recently, so the job market will be f- absolutely filled with people with tons of experience at the minute. So you know, part of me thinks it. It was a long shot anyway, made even longer when this, these other writers came into the into the job market. So, okay, fine, whatever. Um, but I mean, it it still stings a little bit. You always get that little sting of rejection. And I thought I was quite numb to this kind of stuff, but it still got me. I mean, uh, this morning I woke up and it was the first thing I thought about. Um, and then um, um, I was thinking, weirdly, this afternoon, so I'm drinking... Spending time with my dog, we went for a big walk in the park. Uh, it was really nice. And then I got home and I'm in the garden, opening up some bottles, listening to music, and writing and brainstorming what my next next steps are. Um, and I got to thinking about uh, many years ago, actually. Uh, I'm going to say 10 years ago, at the least. Um, I went 
out to the park. I was young. I was a kid. I had hair. I went out to the park. Um, and then, yeah, okay, so I was young. I went out to the park to play with some friends, I think. Um, I don't know what we did, play football or something. Uh, and then when I went home, I remember seeing a trail of blood um, leading from the front garden uh, into the front door, which I opened. And as I opened it, I remember seeing my mum and dad cradling one of our dogs. We had lots of dogs back then. It was one of our border collies. It's a lovely border collie called Tilly. Uh, they were cradling Tilly. Uh, she uh, was an absolute state. There was blood everywhere. There was like... Uh, sorry, I don't want to uh, ruin any dinners or anything, but there was flesh hanging off. There were things hanging that shouldn't have been hanging, if that makes sense. Um, so... We, yeah, so what had happened is, uh, Tilly, had, when I went to the park before, Tilly had tried to follow me. She jumped over the fence. She did it a few times in the past, but it was never a big deal because we spotted her pretty, pretty much straight away. She did it this time, and I hadn't noticed. I'd just gone to the park. And there was like a, a main road a little way from our house. I think the speed limit is 40 there, 40 miles per hour. So she got hit at about 40 miles per hour. Whoever was driving drove off, um, didn't stop. My mum and dad had, had uh, brought her into the house. Then he called the vet. She went to the vet, and I think um, she um, she was in she was in there for a while, uh, and it was it was a bad time. It was a bad time all around. Um, she lost her, one of her legs and her tail. Um, but you know this is why I'm bringing this up pretty much as soon as she got home maybe not immediately but she lived for years after that point three legs, no tail as happy as anything she played with the other dogs she was a she was a nutcase running around the garden as if she as if she never even lost a leg and then sometimes, you know, I'm complaining of, uh, to my fiance and saying, oh my God, we haven't got enough money to get the garden, the lawnmower for the garden. Or, man, we need a new bed because one of the slats is broken. Or like, oh, I didn't get a job. I'm a failure. <laughs> complaining about stuff like that. And um, it's kind of nonsense, isn't it, really? I mean... I didn't get the job I was vying for. So what? I'm thinking of Tilly. And I'm thinking that this stings, sure, but it's not much. Not much, really. And it definitely shouldn't stop me from running around the garden like a maniac, chasing flies and digging holes for no reason. That's what Tilly would have done. Enthusiastically bounded on with her life. Does it, you know what? I'm getting to the point now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hurt, and I'm gonna get hurt, and it really doesn't matter. It really does not matter. 
being hurt or being in pain, being rejected, not getting a job, not getting a story accepted, not landing an agent, not landing a gig. They're not, they're not good things, sure, but that shouldn't ever stop you from being happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, finish this beer. Um, I guess that's it. I wasn't planning on recording now, but uh, it's just been on my mind today. And um, I, I guess I just needed to get off my chest. So yeah. All right, guys. I'll talk to you in a bit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.